0: Hey guys and gals, today I'll be doing my retrospective review of the Friday the th- 13th franchise. I'm so excited because when I started doing movie reviews in 2009, right, I always wanted to review the Big Three of Horror. You know, I already did the Freddy Krueger retrospective. Recently, I just did, two months ago actually, I did the Halloween for the 31 days of ho- Halloween month, Horror Month. Special each of the Halloween in separate video blogs, so I finally completed those two. But there's one I n- never got to was the Friday the 13th franchise, and i am decided to do it as a retrospective review to talk about it all in one shot instead of a separate video blog because this movie is just too plain and epic just to keep it separate, you know. And you know, plus I don't want to do no spoil, so it's good to do it like in one shot. And if you notice, if you see my past retrospective reviews of franchise movies, of horror franchise, Always put like a like all the poses behind me, with the little square box of me talking like them commentary like, you know. But I said it's just doing regular because I also got something from Horror Block, which was this cool Jason T-shirt. You know, if you join Horror Block for the October month, everyone got this shirt, and it was like destiny. You know what I'm saying? It's like the time is now, and um, I definitely picked up the set, but. If you also pick up the um, the new co- documentary for it that came out, Crystallic Memo- Memories, if I'm corrected. That's awesome. I've already seen all the part of the documentary with the bonus disc. And I sent it to my good friend, Michael Kinn, which he's also doing a review of this Friday the 13th box set, which I had a second copy of and I sent it to him. So it was kind of cool to see, his, see him do his own take on it. But, um, I, I just can't wait. Um. It's just it's a, it's a moment and we're going to be talking about each of these movies right now again no spoilers you know for people people who have not seen this movie plus i don't want to spoil any moments you know i mean i, I love the friday Thirty franchise i always have um if i'm corrected it's up to 11 and my conversation was 10 plus you have to read no 12 for the station and Friday 13 Remake, um, I did separate reviews for those, Friday the 13 part 1 and Friday 13 Remake, separate video blog reviews so you can check them out now, did years ago, um, so I mean let's just get this started, I mean. Welcome back to the Masterpiece theater of Friday 13, sorry I was interrupted a little bit so I had to cut the intro short. But you know, just to keep my memories going, we are going to like, read through this, and I'll give you my retrospective. And of course, like I say, this is going to be kind of a different retrospective review than what I did in the past, because I'm going to show myself this time. Fair 13 part 1. Now, I can constantly repeat myself saying that all the kill scenes are good, because speaking for me, I enjoy all the kill scenes. I enjoy all the beautiful women. I know, people getting killed by Jason in different ways, like I said. So I don't want to repeat myself. But so let's just do so let's just keep it forward, you know. Five thirteen part one, even though Jason was not in this movie, it was epic because when you find out who the killer was, you know, you got a bunch of like let's say the story was like this. This kid drowned in the water, right? Because his cat the camp cops were there to watch over him. Years later, you got a bunch of camp campers camp counselors you know watch you know taking care of the camp pretty much and they get killed off by this mysterious killer once you find who the killer was boom you have a, a shock moment i know like i said in the intro i'm not going to spoil it for you even though it's an old movie now everybody's seen it all over the world all over the galaxy aliens are watching this movie too but like i said i want to fast forward i don't want to ruin it but the moment was epic trust me Friends part 2 took another route, because now we get to see the kill that we want to see, the iconic, the legendary one, Jason. But this time, Jason did not have the hockey mask in this one, as we all know now, he has the potato sack mask. And of course, if you, see, if you saw the first movie, and I would have to say the word spoilers now, because since I'm talking about part 2 now, Spoiler, 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 spoilers. The killer will be revealed. I will talk, tell you who the killer was in the first movie now. Spoiler was the mother. Now, since the mother's dead from the first movie, who, do you, want, who do you think is going to do the killing now? Jason, of course. We had an intro when Jason killed the last survivor from the first movie, the one that killed his mom. And of course, Jason now moves on killing a group of more young adults. You know? Um, then we get part three. And this time we get the iconic, legendary, hockey mask in this one. Yes, Jason will have his hockey mask, as he kills more young adults in the camp. And how we got the hockey mask? It was this guy, playing practical, he loves to play practical jokes, and once he finally gets what he deserves, Jason took the mask, and... The Legend of the Killers Reborn. Now, let's say, now I think it was in, um, part two, right? If you still find the third two parts if i corrected, remember that scene with the spear with the witch hag mask? What if Jason took that hag mask instead? Would he still be the legendary iconic killer wearing the witch hag mask? Nah. I mean, one or two would be memorable, yes. But, we- that's my opinion. But, I'm glad we waited for the third installment, that he had the hockey mask. And also, it was in 3D. I didn't enjoy the 3D though, I I didn't think the 3D was all that my opinion. Then we get part 4, the final chapter. This time we got Jason, still alive, with his iconic hockey mask now, killing more young adults. There's partying across from another house, while you got the parents, like while you you got the mom, the daughter, and her son, played by Corey Feldman, from the uh, the, uh, the other house. And Jason's killing them off, And then Jason's ready to kill them off two next. And, um, but what makes this awesome, you got Corey Feldman in it. Another actor that we all know. Another, he made he he's still a popular actor to this day, but he's not like 8 plus as he used to be during his 80s years. You know what I'm saying? But still, the final chapter, I, I did enjoy this movie. I heard a lot of people did not like it, but screw them. Then we get Friday 30.5, the new a new beginning. See, I don't want to mess this up, so I'm gonna read from this. Now, a new beginning took a different route. When I was seeing this when I was a kid, I was kind of confused by it. I never got never gotten in it, but when I when I grew up and started watching it again, um, I realized that this wasn't the real Jason. You know, you got a different guy. I mean, like they play with mind games with you with this one. Oh uh, did I spoil it for you? Fuck. Oh well, spoilers for everything. Too late now. Um Jason they give you like two Jason. When the got the little boy who's called filming, he always grown he's grown up now and a diff- different different act of Cory his character. Let, let me say that. And um he's like, like like in a mental institution type of thing. Now they got, got him into the rehab program like in the house where a bunch of kids are, are trying to sell their rehab issues too. Walking around the campsite pretty much, and um, but then you got like, he's seen like one Jason, and then you got another Jason, like two t- types of Jason, you know, and you gotta know which one's the real Jason, which is, which one's not the real Jason, like which one's the real Jason, which one's not the real Jason pretty much, and um, and, and I, when I finally got the ending, I finally understand it now, it's like, oh they did it like that, and I can understand why people did not like Part 5, but Guess what, I ended up loving it anyway, because I thought the closest were good too You know Then we got part 6 Now After seeing part 5, I mean even though I did enjoy it But still, it kinda got, got me wanna judge again, It was like, you know what, will this be the real Jason? So, a person was called Jason Lives, right? And I said to myself Seriously this is the theaters And I didn't bother seeing, I know a lot of people had that mentality also But when it hit the video cassette market and people rented it, and people realized how good this fucking movie was. Uh, people was like kicking themselves for not seeing this in the theaters. And when you find out about the director, how I mean, he wanted to do his version of Jason was make it more like a universal monster. Then, because since Jason's an iconic character in the horror world, he's like making more iconic as is. You know, I mean, this time they put a spin. Jason tries to make sure he's dead, and then lightning bolt made brought him back to life. He started killing more people, pretty much, and I thought it—I thought it was epic when I saw it in the video cassette market of it, and I like I, said, I wish I saw it in this theater, cause the theater because the kills he was awesome in this movie. It was really fucking good, you know, really good. Now we got part seven, the new blood, which I like too because now we got Jason have a rival now. He has to face a a a, 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 a foe, Jason, because you know even know the ghost, the heroine. But in Jason's mind, that's an enemy, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, this is competition now, this woman got some psychic powers. So, you know, like how this of stuff was this woman used a psychic power, trying to bring back her dad to life, because she she kind of blamed herself for her dad's death. But instead, she brought Jason back to life. And we saw the end of part six, of course, Jason's going back to life underneath the water, pretty much. And, you know, you get your battle with the second lady versus Jason. I thought it was epic. You know what I'm saying? And it was too bad because there have been rumors of, of some guy that actually went to do a volume two on on part seven, the continuation of the second lady who defeated Jason. I mean, I would have gone for that. That would have been cool. And then we got part eight Jason takes Manhattan, which I think is epic because as being from New York City, I'm from the Bronx, but being from New York anyway, it was just mind blowing to Jason want to take out Manhattan. But when you see the movie, it was mostly on, on the fucking boat. And you might have to wait like towards like the end of the movie, to see Jason actually and the surviving cast in New York, trying to battle Jason out of New York City. But I still liked it, I still highly enjoyed it. Then we got Jason Goes To Hell, The Final Friday. Now this one was like, okay, I remember the beginning of it, how it was like, how they killed off Jason at the beginning. And I just thought it was like a good twist at the beginning part of the movie how the police officer woman was able to defeat Jason and you know how they set the trap for him and then you see Jason's heart and then one of the the guy was like a mark, like a Dr. in the Mark like ate the heart and because of that he becomes Jason now and whoever the killer the presence or possessed Jason comes in contact with Jason ended up possessing that person too you know and you know even though it was exactly the real Jason throughout the whole movie so far so towards the end um, I still, I still like this one, the kills were really good, the DVD version is awesome because you got the rated all version, but you got the unrated version with it too. Now, the Blu-ray version does not contain the unrated version, but you can still pick up the DVD version of it for a cheaper price, so it's not really a, a waste of my time to pick this collection up. And I also, I can actually have my DVD copies of all the my 13 movies, so you know, hey, it's not a waste to me. And. um it's pretty much Jason Go out to kill his bloodline pretty much, so it's like because he needs to get the last member of the bloodline. Not to kill him off to get the last member of the bloodline so he can be reborn like. You know? And then we got now let's go to the next one, this tenth. We got Jason X, which is five thirteen Part ten. And this should be got Jason in space. Now this is a moment when you gotta say like what the fuck? And of course, like, me being me, I didn't see this one in the theaters, I kind of like hold back on it, and I was like, I'll wait for the video cassette for, for it. And actually, when I, when I rented it, it was a show called Andrew which you see like, the two actors that were in this movie was from that TV show, but it was funny because one of the actors played a hologram, and the other one was a human soldier, and the, in Jason X, it was the opposite. The woman that was in that TV series ended up playing a robot who was supposed to be human in the TV show, but Jason actually was a robot, and the woman was a hologram, she was the human in this movie, but also the heroine, which we have like a prequel to the, prelude to the story, where the woman and her, and the government kept Jason like in an underground facility, because they, they try to find out why this guy's so unstoppable. Jason escaped, he's going after the, after the woman, and then Jason starts freezing up, and while the woman starts freezing up to with him, and many, many centuries later in the future, this um, spaceship crew, the humans went to a new Earth because Earth got polluted, but, you know, like, these students went to the old Earth, pretty much, to see what they could salvage from the old Earth, and they saw Jason's dead, Jason's freezing body with the woman, and they do not know who they got in, um, on board the ship. Once they unfreeze them, the woman survived, you know, she was healed up, but then Jason was awakened also, like, killing people in this cruise ship. I'm not cruise ship, excuse me, killing people on the spaceship, sorry, and then, once Jason and Jason, fight through Part 10, Jason X got defeated in the first battle. These little nanobots started rebuilding him into a super Jason, and then Jason became unstoppable. It was insane. Highly enjoyed Jason X. You know, fuck the haters. Highly enjoyed it. And then we got Freddy vs Jason. I got a good story on this one for myself in a personal level. Um, I was about to see this movie in the theaters in New Jersey. But that was the day when we had the blackout. If anybody's from New Jersey, from Jersey City, permitting in Newport area, or even New York in general, we had that big blackout, and the movie was supposed to premiere on that day. I was all excited. I was ready to see this movie in the theaters, and then boom, blackout happened. I'm like, oh man. You know, and of course, I waited for the DVD version, and I was able to see Freddy vs. Jason. And to be honest, I love it. I thought it was epic. Freddie Krueger recruited Jason to do the killing for him, so he could, so Freddie Krueger kind of built himself off. But then Jason was out of control, and Freddie realized he can't control Jason after all. And then you have the town that's trying to cover up Freddy Krueger or his how, how his, um killing how he kills everybody in the in the town, and the people that was living in the town, the older people, had all the kids like they knew about Freddie Krueger had an institute institution like a mental institution in a way like a hospital. So they could kinda of dream and forget about his existence. You know, that was like a little good cover up in that town of Elm Street. And um but besides that, I mean Freddie was Jason was good. I mean, especially when once um once Jason I mean, once the woman would end up to go to the dream world and Jason's mind and drag like Freddie Cougar out and you had your battle with Freddy was Jason of course. It was it was really epic, it was really worth the money to see it, you know. Oh, to buy it, I mean, because like I said, I had the opportunity to see in the theaters because of the blackout, and then we had fire the Thirteen remake, and everybody was like, "Oh shit!" After seeing the Halloween remake, people were like, "I don't know about this one," but um, speaking for me as an individual, I highly enjoyed the Thirteen remake. I like how they kept it like 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 three different like one, two, and three into one movie The concept of part one, two, and three of the original Fire the Thirteen franchise. Like I said, into this remake, I thought it was good in my opinion, you know, highly, highly recommend it, highly enjoyed it, it wasn't bad as people say it was, you know, I mean, I think there's a fan base for it too, I think there are people that do like the movie too, you know, I mean, I never hear, like, I hear, I hear, like, mixed reviews for it from other people, but to me, I highly love it, you know, and I definitely love Derek Miz as Jason, I think he did a great job, and I can't wait to see the new version of Friday 13, I don't know, if it's a remake or an aftermath of the original, I'm not even sure no more. But I hope Derek Misplay Jason either way. Because I highly enjoyed his version of Jason too. And of course, the police disc is awesome. And also get the new documentary too of Friday the 13th. I think it was Crystal Lake Memoirs, they call it. But I definitely say I highly recommend you get in it. Um all in all, the Friday thirteen franchise is fantastic. Um Each of them are memorable to me, highly enjoy enjoy all of them, never been disappointed in one of them, you know, and um, there's always something you gotta love from the Friday the 13th franchise, so, hey, check the movie out, guys. Peace, see you later.